Welcome to Faith in Five, a weekly video devotional designed to discuss practical spiritual concepts in five minutes or less. I'm your host, Mark Vandella. Uh, a few weeks ago, my fish died. Uh, my fish named Bob Ross. Uh, he was a gift. He was actually a white elephant gift. I got at Christmas. And so he lived, a, a, as far as fish goes, he lived a pretty good life. And uh, I remember when I got this gift, I was kind of excited about it. And my wife was absolutely not excited at all. She essentially, in a number of words, communicated, uh, I don't know why you want this fish. I don't want to keep it. I don't want to take care of it. Fish die. That's just what they do. And uh, it, it was a little bit sad for me because he, he lived a great eight months, um, which I guess is good for a fish. It was my first ever fish. So not knowing what I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. But it was also sad. Bob Ross uh, is no longer with us. And I tell you the story because uh, Hannah Brencher in her book, Come Matter Here, talks a little bit about actually having a fear of fish and not fish in the ocean or rivers or anything like that, just pet fish. And uh, as she had an encounter with a, a pet fish and uh, a, at the time boyfriend, they were discussing her fear of fish and they kind of stumbled upon this, uh, what really was underlying this, this fear of fish was her desire, and I would say our desire for control. It was essentially when I got this fish, when I got Bob, my wife was essentially saying, why would you keep this fish if you know it's going to die? Like why invest, why put time in? And Hannah admits that she wrestled with that through most of her life, whether it be fish or whether it be relationships or career or any of these things, that if I can't control the outcome, if I can't control uh, what happens, then why even play the game? And I think that there's some value to that, but there's there's a paradox. Like when I read the Bible and I, I uh, kind of pull the, the little parts out, or I guess I put those parts back together and look at the meta narrative, there is, there's something bigger going on than just uh, little verses that give us encouragement or little verses that prove one thing or the other thing wrong. It seems to be that there is a bigger picture of it's not the, the whether or not we can control and win or if we lose, why try. As humans, we kind of need to find the middle ground of that because if we know the outcome, if we know we're going to win, let's say we're going to run a race and we know we're going to win, why run it? But the same goes for if we're gonna lose, why would we try? And so there's this paradox in control. And the Bible seems to say like, look, you have some things to control, but ultimately the meta narrative, God says, I've taken care of that. I'm in control. And so I, I was reflecting on a couple of verses that really resonate with me and I kind of keep alongside me um, to challenge me in these times where I don't feel like I have control or where I can feel that I'm, I'm, I'm not trying as hard because I might lose. Uh, there's a cost to trying and if you fail, well, then why, why try, right? Um, it's Ecclesiastes 11, four through six. And it's, it's, there's, a, there's a strong metaphor in here. Uh, it says, whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. And it starts with this, well, it's not exactly the beginning, that's verse four, but this section says, you know, if you, if you sit back and watch, then you never take action and you never have the opportunity to yield any fruit or, uh, you know, any vegetables, whatever you're planting, whatever you're sowing, you never get to if you don't actually take action. But then it says, you don't know the path of the wind. And we don't know 
how the body is formed in the mother's womb. There's, there's this sense of we cannot understand God. And, and there's part of that that's okay. That's the paradox, right? We, we don't understand all of it. It says, sow your seed in the morning, and at the evening let your hands not be idle. For you do not know what will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both do equally well. And I read this every once in a while when I'm kind of all turned up inside of myself on the control of things. It's, I'm failing, therefore I'm going to take my foot off the gas pedal. Or, I don't know if I want to venture into this because what if I fail? I don't know if it will yield. And this seems to say, it's not the failure or the success that we should be looking for if we're looking for meaning. It says, sow your seed in the morning and at the and in the evening don't let your hands be idle. It, it seems to be suggesting that the meaning in this life comes from the doing itself, not the results. And so if you've felt and you've thought in your life or in your journey that I don't know if I want to get involved in this relationship because I could get hurt. Now there's some wisdom depending on the relationship, but that's, that's kind of par for the course. People will disappoint you, people will hurt you. That's not the deal. It's loving inside that relationship, stepping into that relationship, it's actually sowing the seeds is where the meaning comes from. If you're concerned about taking a career step or, or, or trying for a promotion because you might fall short, it's in the act of growing and trying where we find meaning in this life. We are so obsessed with the outcomes and, and the rights and the wrongs. And the Bible just, in that meta-narrative perspective of the Bible, it continues to communicate. It's not the yield that's important. It's the sowing of the seeds. It's going out and doing and living this life to the best of our abilities. And along the way, doing so leads to deeper meaning. This week in your faith, take a bold step. Try something that you've been holding back on or uh, invest deeper in relationships and, and really pay attention to the act of doing and the value that comes from that rather than the return on investment. Thanks for watching Faith in Five. If you like what you see, please like and share. If you're interested in making a donation to our ministry, please click the link below.